It is not difficult to deprive the great majority of independent thought, but the minority who will retain an inclination to criticize must also be silenced. We have already seen why coercion cannot be confined to the acceptance of the ethical code underlying the plan according to which all social activity is directed. Since many parts of this code will never be explicitly stated, since many parts of the guiding scale of values will exist only implicitly in the plan, the plan itself in every detail, in fact every act of the government, must become sacrosanct and exempt from criticism. If the people are to support the common effort without hesitation, they must be convinced that not only the end aimed at, but also the means chosen are the right ones. The official creed to which adherence must be enforced will therefore comprise all the views about facts on which the plan is based. Public criticism, or even expressions of doubt, must be suppressed because they tend to weaken public support. As the Webb's report of the position in every Russian enterprise, quote, whilst the work is in progress, any public expression of doubt, or even fear that the plan will not be successful, is an act of disloyalty and even of treachery because of its possible effects on the will and on the efforts of the rest of the staff." End quote. When the doubt or fear expressed concerns not the success of a particular enterprise, but of the whole social plan, it must be treated even more as sabotage. Facts and theories must thus become no less the object of an official doctrine than views about values, and the whole apparatus for spreading knowledge, the schools and the press, radio and motion picture, will be used exclusively to spread those views which, whether true or false, will strengthen the belief in the rightness of the decisions taken by the authority, and all information that might cause doubt or hesitation will be withheld. The probable effect on the people's loyalty to the system becomes the only criterion for deciding whether a particular piece of information is to be published or suppressed. The situation in a totalitarian state is permanently and in all fields the same that it is elsewhere in some fields in wartime. Everything which might cause doubt about the wisdom of the government or create discontent will be kept from the people. The basis of unfavorable comparisons with conditions elsewhere, the knowledge of possible alternatives to the course actually taken, information which might suggest failure on the part of the government to live up to its promises or to take advantage of opportunities to improve conditions, all will be suppressed. There is consequently no field where the systematic control of information will not be practiced and uniformity of views not enforced. This applies even to fields apparently most remote from any political interests, and particularly to all the sciences, even the most abstract. That in the disciplines dealing directly with human affairs, and therefore most immediately affecting political views, such as history, law, or economics, the disinterested search for truth cannot be allowed in a totalitarian system, and the vindication of the official views becomes the sole object is easily seen and has been amply confirmed by experience. These disciplines have, indeed in all totalitarian countries, become the most fertile factories of the official myths which the rulers use to guide the minds and wills of their subjects. It is not surprising that in these spheres even the pretense that they search for truth is abandoned and that the authorities decide what doctrines ought to be taught and published.